Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Welcome Jeff. everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey, and today we're continuing some of our lists for this offseason. We're going to redo a list we did about three months ago. We're going to do our sleepers, our top five sleepers of 2020. See if there's been any changes now that free agency has Come and gone, basically. We still got the draft in a couple weeks here, but this is, as of now, who we think will be our top sleepers of the year. And I mean, kind of uh, try to get players that are ranked at running back wise, at least like 25, 30, beyond that. Wide receiver is the same, like 30, 35, and so on. Just trying to get guys that maybe aren't being talked about too much here. So. We'll get jump. Actually, before we jump into this again, yeah, if you guys listened to last week, I'm still recording right next to chickens. This is still fun, Jeff. Um, <laughs> really need to be let out of this place. <laughs> so if you hear any chirping in the background here, there you go. They're trying to fly now. So we'll just we'll just uh, every week we'll chronicle how the, how they get older. How about that? So let's jump into this list, Jeff. Let's go. Let's go five to one. See what we got. See if it's changed up much from last time around. I have. A, I have a few the same. A few that are a little different. But let's go. Start with your number five this time around. Number five. Uh, if you did listen to it last time, he was on the list. I brought him down a little bit because uh, you know it was a little crazy to put him that high in a sleeper list. He could even be a deep sleeper. But this is how much I do love the guy. He's supposed to be healthy this year. And that is my main man, Bryce Love. So he is a running back taken in the fourth uh, with, in the fourth round by Washington. He should have been a first-round talent, blew out his knee like the last game of the season, his college career. We always knew that the, his rookie year was going to be a wash, right? He wasn't going to come back. That was going to be a, a redshirt year in the NFL, if you will. Um, he put up monster numbers. The guy, um, we hopefully, if he returns to as quick as he was, um, as fast as he was, as much of as a playmaker, um, Washington is in desperate need. We don't really know what is going to happen with Darius Geis. Obviously, he keeps getting injured the past two years, um, but he could be back. Otherwise, you only have AP, and um, he, he just looks like one heck of a weapon. So Bryce Love, even though he's ranked as the running back 79 right now on Fantasy Pros, I have him number five as far as my sleepers, and I, I really, really love it. It is completely... Whether or not he is fully healthy, which I haven't got the complete go ahead, so I tempered it and I put him at number five. Yeah, so this is this is an interesting one. It's it really about. I feel like if he's healthy and was ever given a chance, he could do something. That Redskins backfield is crazy. I don't know what to do with it right now. I mean, guys, I love guys. Everyone knows that, but again, his health is an issue too. But so right now, what do they have? They have a uh, guys and what Peter is Peterson. Resigned, I, I believe. I believe um, he should be back for one more. So year. not just then, not just love after that. They also have JD McKissick, who they just signed, and they signed Peyton Barber. So I don't know what to do with all that. I mean, McKissick and Barber—that's not those those kind of names. They can be released, no problem, right? So yeah, it's just there's a lot of guys there. I think if he ever were, were to be given a shot, he could do really well. It's just will he ever, will he get that kind of opportunity? It's really going to depend on everyone else's health. If Peterson is done and breaks down, which that could happen anytime too, this could change in a second. It could be yes. guys can't get healthy. Peterson's too old, and it's just Bryce Love gets a shot. It and, could happen in and, no time. 
I'm sure the numbers will change as soon as we figure out what the hell situation is with that entire team. But tell me this, if you find out that they're both healthy and we'll just assume that it doesn't change all that much because we haven't seen him play. I am this close to saying that I would rather wait and have love than going out and getting Darius Geis as the number 31 running back. See, I'm just too much of a Geis fan. <laughs> I mean, I think he's good, but I think they would use them both. And I don't think it's that yeah. much of a, that much of a, yeah, I mean, really Bryce Love, if he does return to form, he would have been more highly touted than Darius Geis. You know, he, he was, yeah, that's true. I mean, before, before um, their senior years, he definitely was the more, uh, you know, shoot, when he was, what, two years ago, three years ago, I mean, that guy was supposed to be one of the top running backs. So, yeah, I, I get it. I'm not going to put him on my list just because there's so much so much there oh, that you yeah. just don't and know. He is, and he is way but down there. That's why I, I get why, yeah. But that's is why he's number five. I do like him for a deep sleeper list. I think I said this last time too. Yeah, but. I, I, I know. I should keep him for a deep sleeper, but it's, <laughs> it's how much potential I think the guy has. I just, I just like Geist too much. I think that's what – I like Geist too much. I think he's going to be fine. Uh, at least I think. What do I know? I don't know that. It's just all hopeful, hopeful <laughs> thoughts. So, but yeah. All right. I'll go to nine, number five here. So I didn't know where to go with this and whether I should put this guy on the list or not. But I just, I decided to because he's so far down the ranks for a player that has been really good in the past and can be again. See, I don't know what label to put him bounce back whatever, anything, sleeper. I, I But I feel like it's going to be a sleeper because he's not being talked about. And I'm going to go with Brandon Cooks. And he's ranked 46th right now at wide receiver. So that's, I guess that's the main reason. And like, there's just, there's not much talk about Cooks at all right now. And that's why he ventured to the this list for me. I don't really know. It's, <laughs> can he stay healthy? That's, that's the thing with Cooks. It's, if he can stay healthy this year, I think he will be good. I mean, he was – last year, I just don't know how much you can really read into his numbers after, you know, what he went out with a concussion, I believe, at one point. It just wasn't quite the same. He had a good first year with the Rams, 80 catches, 1,200 yards. And he's obviously been good every year before that. The year in New England, he was good. The year – the you know, two years with the Saints, he was good. And I just feel like there's nobody talking about Brandon Cooks at all. And – I think this is still a really talented wide receiver who's only going to turn 27 during the season. So he's not, he's not way up there in age yet. He's only going to be 27. I think Brandon cooks has a lot of potential yet. So without anybody saying anything about him, I feel like, you know, he, he is a candidate for to be a sleeper. So I put him a number five on my list. Yeah, I, I like him. He was injured, and um, yeah, look, concussions scare me. They mm-hmm. they scare me to death, especially with a smaller wide receiver that has had a few now. Yeah. Um, and Rams looked bad. They looked really, really bad. But um, yeah, I mean, do I expect it, that to continue? Not really. I, well, I think that someone has to get numbers on there. So I, if he does stay healthy, I like him for the bounce back. Right now, his his health mm-hmm. is a concern for me. But um, I don't know that. Rams in general are just looking to shed you know, any contract they can at the moment. That's it looks the thing, like he'll, he'll be there, but I think it would have been better if he actually did get traded. So, but that's the thing too. If I, I do do this with the thought that if he is traded, if he was traded, I still think that's a good situation for him. I don't know yeah. where it is, no. but I think it would be good for him. I think it would be a better one because I think yeah. whoever got him would want him. 
Yep. And this guy's been traded enough times in his career already. It wouldn't surprise me if he was Which again. is crazy, too, because right? I, I get that he's not a prototypical wide receiver. You know, he's, a, you know, only 5'10", 180 pounds. I mean, yep. but everywhere he goes, he, he produces. I mean, so yeah. I kind of, I just feel for him because I, I think he's a, a great player. So I'm, I'm rooting for him. All right, let's go to your number four player. Number four, the great disappointment from last year, one of them at least, on that Browns team. I'm going for the QB, I think Baker Mayfield. He is right now ranked at QB 15. Um, I get why everyone is scared off of him. I mean, he's at 15, you're in a 10-man league. You're, you're maybe not even getting drafted. I mean, that is such a fall from grace. And I totally get it. And there's a lot of widers, or I'm sorry, a lot of quarterbacks to choose from. So, you know, this one, you take it with a grain of salt because, you know, but his upside is definitely still there. I do, I think last year was really what he was. And I, I think that rookie year is probably more telling than his second year. And in my opinion, Odell is still there. Jarvis should be back from his injury. Uh, you know, I, I just, you know, he's going to have a strong running game. I think he needed that year to kind of get him back into the mindset of what made him successful in the first place, and it wasn't doing all those stupid commercials. I think that <laughs> yeah. he will be better this year, and I think he will be a, a in the top 10, and I think you'll be able to get him for nothing. So I think people are sleeping on him. You know, I'm I'm on board the, with the Browns. I, I am. And no one likes, like, Odell this year. Obviously, don't like Baker. I think – I think people are mistaken. I think they're going to be good. I really think it's just having Odell alone. I think if he's back in, you know, on board, that's going to make Baker better. If Baker, I like we've said this, like we don't know anything about Baker Mayfield and his mindset, but it just feels like he didn't work at being a quarterback in the last offseason. It, it does feel like the commercials were there. Everything else, he got hyped. Everyone hyped him. He just thought he was good, right? That's just what you feel happened in a way. And you've heard this story before with other people where they just got, you know, they got, they thought they were better than they were and they didn't work at it hard enough. They had to, you know, readjust and come back and be better. And I think May- Mayfield has that in him. I think this guy can be a really good quarterback. He didn't make my list this time, but he, um, he's like one of my bounce back candidates for the year for sure. I think he's good. I don't even know if it's really bounce back necessarily. He just never lived up. It's more like a post hype sleeper kind of a thing where he yeah, was, yeah, you know, that's true. Where he's like really hyped up and it just didn't quite live up to it. But again, like, yeah, he's not being talked about. No one's talking about Baker Mayfield as a player to draft right now. He's just, he's an afterthought. And where is he going? He's like, you know, between what, 15 and 20 typically, if, you know, somewhere in that range usually. Um, But no one, no one wants to seem to get him on their team. But that's a good, really good late end of draft guy if you don't get a quarterback, right? Go get Baker and take a chance. Because if it doesn't work, go get somebody else, right? There's a million of those guys, so right, I like exactly. I like the pick. I'm I'm good with Baker. I like, I really think he's gonna have a good year. So all right, I'll go my number four, and he did not. This is a guy who didn't make my list last time around. He actually made your list last time around, so I don't know if he's gonna still make your list or not. <laughs> it's gonna be Irv Smith Jr. So he was your number four when we did this last time, and he didn't. He was a guy that was on my radar, but the reason he jumped actually to my list, it's really the the Diggs trade. And the fact that I feel like that's just going to open him up for some more opportunity. I don't really necessarily know if they have the receiver to step in there. And if Smith, if he could be as good as I think he is, you know, in a second year tight end, can see him increasing targets, just being a little better. Rudolph doesn't really worry me. 
if Irv, if Smith is as good as we think he can be, he'll he'll pass Rudolph. Rudolph will still be there, but it won't be something that's going to hold him back. And I think the targets are going to be opened up now. I just think this is a guy they're going to look to use. If I mean, again, we're a lot of ifs, and this is why they're sleepers. We we believe he is talented enough to step into the role, and will it happen? I I hope so, but we've also thought that about like OJ Howard in the past, and. David Njoku in the past, and it never quite happened. But I think maybe it can happen with Irv Smith Jr. So he made my list as number four. Yeah, he's my number three. I, okay. I still very much like the talent. Um, usually with tight ends, you know, it's kind of a waiting game. But uh, he looked yep. the part last year, and I think he was behind uh, Rudolph. And I, you know, I think he is still a very good tight end, but I don't think he is the offensive weapon that they need there. I think you're absolutely right. I only my conviction actually grew stronger when they got uh, when they traded away one of their top two wide receivers. Um, this guy really is a playmaker. He is a different type of athlete. He is not as tall as some of these guys. I mean, like go up and get the ball, but he he's practically another wide receiver. And you saw flashes of that uh, last year. Maybe this isn't the year he makes the jump, but once again, they they need it. They've uh, made a Obviously, uh, you know, they've pretty much said, hey, uh, Cousins is our guy. You know, we're going forward with him. So they're trying, they have to give him enough weapons. I think Irv Smith is that guy. And if heaven forbid that running game does, you know, take on some injury, which I'm praying that it doesn't, um, but obviously we know Cook does get injured. You'll have to throw the ball more. I, I just see so many ways that he can uh, get his production amped up. And I, I really do. I mean, my list right now is completely on potential <laughs> yep. and Irv Smith is no different. I, I think he's that special kind of talent that you see and you're, you're just waiting for him to break out. Yeah. I think, I think we're, you know, I hope it's this year too, but you never quite know with tight ends. It's, you never know when it's going to no. happen, but I think the opportunity is going to be there for him. And, and right now, and once again, I, I say this every time, but a tight end is so, so thin. And right now he's being ranked as the 22nd uh, ranked tight end, which is, you know, not on anyone's radar. So you can, I mean, you'll probably be able to pull him off the waiver wire, you know, oh, for the first week. So, it, you know, once again, uh, no no worry whatsoever about trying to get him early, which is a, a great thing. All right, I'm going to go my number three player. And he's actually, he was my number three player last time around. It's going to be Anthony Miller. I'm still going to go with him. I'm still on board. I liked I liked what I saw at the end of the year from him last year where he started to finally play like we thought he could. I mean, he started 2019 injured and it never, he never was able to early on, wasn't able to, you know, really get going. It finally came together towards the end and he looked like the player I thought he was going to be. I guess the, the, the thing is the quarterback situation is kind of up in the air. So it makes it where I'm maybe not as confident as I would be, but he had, let me pull this up, weeks 11 through 15, I think he had a pretty good stretch where he was like 33 catches, 431 yards, and he was starting to really look good. I mean, I remember the Thanksgiving Day game against the Lions where he had nine catches for 140 yards and really just looked like a he looked like a, he can be a really good wide receiver. And yeah, if the quarterback situation play, works out for him, I don't know if it really honestly makes a difference either way, I guess, and if it's Trubisky or Foles. To me, they're, I mean, I, I, I'd expect similar production. I, I don't know if that really makes too much of a difference in my mind. I think Miller's a good player, and I think he's going to have a chance to 
in his third year, which we always talk about third year wide receiver breakouts that historically have seemed to pan out for a lot of players. I think this could be that year for Anthony Miller. And I, I'm expecting a good season. I, I really hope I can, we will get that out of him. I think he's ranked 40, like 45th right now. If I went, if I pulled up fancy pros right around where Brandon cooks is. So Anthony Miller, a guy you can get probably late, put him on the end of your bench at wide receiver. And I think, could be a good season. So Anthony Miller, my number three. Anthony Miller, I I like him. I did not put him on my list. Um, but the person who did is on my list now, um, and Anthony Miller is not, as Anthony Miller made it a couple months ago. Um, I actually went with a wide receiver who found a new home, and that is going to be Brashard Perriman. So I picked him because – Look, he showed a lot at the end of the last year. He finally came around. He comes with a ton of risk, and he's going to a team that I don't love. But you look <laughs> at that team, and he is the only guy in town. You have Quincy and Nunwa and him, and then you have Le'Veon Bell. You're going to have to throw the ball. He is their best deep threat. Um, you know, uh, Robbie Anderson, even though I wasn't a huge fan of him, I mean, he was – I believe he ranked in the mid-30s as far as wide receivers go last year, and that's when they weren't playing good football at all. So the fact that Brashad Perriman is ranked as the 55th wide receiver, I think that is undervaluing him. I think he will be the number one wide receiver, um, and I think they have to open it up a little more this year for Darnold, whether or not he throws more interceptions or whatever they decide to do. But, um, you know, I'm hoping that Sam Darnold does make that that next – step right it will be his third year um he didn't really look that much better than he did from his his first year but i don't really i feel like they didn't really open it all that much um and they you know he they they had a better record uh with doing that but they know hey that's not going to be what they need out of him so you're gonna have to throw more touchdowns than 19 you're gonna have to throw more yards than 3,000. so it's a little bit of a prediction but Brashard Perriman, they didn't give him that that large one-year contract. Um, so, you know, he's on a prove-it. And you've seen mm-hmm. many guys overproduce when they're on that kind of deal. So uh, all those reasons I put him as number two because 55, I feel like, is, is far too low for a number one wide, wide receiver, no matter if I like the team or not. No, it, really true. Like, he's a guy that – well, he was a first-round draft pick, and it never – it didn't pan out. To be fair, he was drafted to Baltimore and he did get hurt. So yeah, that was yeah. back when they did not throw it. <laughs> exactly. But he was a first round he was a first round talent and he was first round talent for a reason. It just it yeah, he got hurt. He wasn't he couldn't really get going. Then he went to the Browns for a year. And then yeah, he finally got an opportunity at the end of the year with Tampa and showed, hey, this guy can play a little bit. And I mean he had six touchdowns in last season, which is he really only felt like he played a very short time. I mean, he played fourteen games, but he really didn't. It was all at the end there, and yeah, he. I, this is a good one. I didn't. He didn't put. I didn't put him on my list. Probably should have actually. Looking at this, I do like Perriman. I got a when I actually would look at doing ranks here at some point and reevaluating my ranks. He's gonna move up the board because yeah, he's fifty fifth right now. Like he's one spot behind Deshaun Jackson. No, that's not happening, right? Like <laughs> I, was, I mean, right? Even he's behind uh, Deontay Johnson from Pittsburgh, which maybe Johnson could do something. But why would you put? Why would you ever draft Deontay Johnson right now over Perriman? I don't think I could do that. I'm, I'm just not there. And and Crowder is going ahead of Perriman. Crowder on the same team, obviously. I'd I'd rather I'd rather go Perriman. I think so. I think I'd rather go Perriman there. I think it's a good pick. Um, the team, though, yeah, the team is interesting. 
Um, you know, it obviously we don't expect much from the Jets, but it, it wouldn't shock you if all of a sudden they were a good offense, right? I mean, Dar- Darnold, he could break out and maybe Le'Veon Bell becomes Le'Veon Bell and it just the offense in general is just better. So we'll see, I guess. All right, your number two. That'll be I'll go to my number two. He actually was my number one last time. I dropped him down one spot, and I'm still on board with him. Um, not everyone is. I've got a lot of flack last time around for this pick, and it's going to be Justice Hill. And no one is on board with my um, Mark Ingram falling off thing. So because they're not on board with that, they're not on board with me putting Justice Hill as a sleeper. But hey, I I'm there. I I just. I don't know. It just was. This is like my gut feeling of the year or something, you know? I, I don't have a, a lot to base it off of, except I think whoever you put in that situation at running back is going to be good. And I think Justice Hill, though, I think he's a really good player. And I think if he got the opportunity, he's going to he's gonna run away with it. I'm not saying Mark, Mark Ingram's not good, but Mark Ingram's going to be, what, 30 years old this season? Or is he? Th- I don't even remember what it, what he, where he's at now. Running backs start to fall off at some point there. And. You know, you just don't know when it's going to happen with Ingram. Yeah, he is 30 now. He'll actually turn 31 at the back end of uh, this coming season. So that's not a good age for running backs. You don't see a lot of uh, 30-year-old running backs doing well. So I think Justice Hill has a chance. So there he goes. Number number two this time for me. He did fall one spot. So I got a new number one. New number one. All right. So let's see. Who do, who do you who do you have then at your number one? This is also a new number one for you. So it is a new did. number one. <laughs> and yeah. I, I already know that people, and for good reason, people can really come back on me on this one if they really wanted to. You probably didn't expect him to be number one after Sammy Watkins restructured his deal and stayed in Kansas City. But I am falling in love with McCole Hardman. I, I liked his speed before. I think he showed a lot last year. Personally, I think uh, having or spreading the ball out actually works better for them. Um, Watkins staying in town, yes, it definitely did hurt his, uh, you know, what his potential could be. But at the same time, I think that um, I think them restructuring him just shows, you know, there could be a, a million reasons for that. He is, you know, Sammy Watkins will still be helpful to be on the team, and the fact that he probably knew he wasn't going to get a giant contract going anywhere else or trying to trade him would be a nightmare. I think McCole Hardman is due for that, that big bump. I think that he has all the necessary tools. I think that his game fits perfectly with, um, you know, the, uh, the wild arm of, of the quarterback down there in Kansas city. And, and I, I feel also that Sammy Watkins is very injury prone, right? Um, yeah, you have that, much. and they, they just don't stick with anyone. I I have, I guess, as I'm talking my way through this, I am, this is probably my weakest, <laughs> my <laughs> weakest argument of all five. But I, 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 I really, really like uh, this guy, and I like his situation. I think he can catch 10 touchdowns on this team, honestly, and he doesn't have to catch 100 balls. I, I right. think that is the scary part about him. I don't think... Um, and especially now he's going to be going after, you know, as the third wide receiver. I mean, who's guarding him? Like linebackers, third CBs. He's far too good for that. And um, so for all those reasons, I'm going to put McCole Hardman at number one. He is currently ranked as the 51st wide receiver. Um, one so spot ahead I, of Sammy. Actually. Yeah. It, well, and I think it should be, honestly. But yeah. I totally understand why. People would say there's a lot of things working against him, which I pretty much named. <laughs> but 
uh, I, I still really like this guy's upside. It's your your gut feeling pick here. You yeah, don't have to, it pretty you, much is. I probably shouldn't put him at number one for that reason, but, hey, but I am. You, you don't have to have reasons necessarily. <laughs> Just this is your thought. It's a sleeper list. Hey, we can do whatever. I, Hardman didn't make my list this time, but he was number five last time. He probably would be like six or seven for me. He's right there as well. And a lot of, yeah, Sammy Watkins. I mean, how many times? I, I don't really want to talk about Sammy Watkins anymore. I really don't, honestly. He's just, is it ever going to come together for him? I don't know. He'll be hurt or something. And Hardman, it seems like he just, there's something about him. I feel like he's going to break out. Like he's just one of those guys that you saw all the all the potential in year one. He didn't do a lot. He had a couple big plays, and that guy just breaks out next the second year. And really looks good. So I, I like the Hardman pick. I, I didn't put him on my list. I wouldn't put him number one, but I like the pick. I like the, <laughs> yeah, I like yeah. the pick. So, all right. So I'll go with my number one. So he didn't make your list, but he is um, – let me pull this up here. He is now my number one this time around. It's actually going to be Justin Jackson from the Chargers. So this one could change depending on what happens if the Chargers do anything in the draft, obviously. So right now Justin Jackson is the 51st ranked running back off the board. So everyone is just in love with Austin Eckler, right? I mean, we get people don't love when we put Austin Eckler down our ranks. Eckler is now 12th in the rankings this year for running backs. He usually falls between what 15 and 20 for us when we rank. So no one loves that, but and the reason why I just don't feel like Austin Eckler is going to be the every down back. I just don't I don't see it. I I don't see it. And I think Justin Jackson is going to get a lot of work. And over, what, his last year, I mean, Jackson didn't play a lot last year, only had 29 carries. To turn that into 200 yards, you know, so that wasn't wasn't too bad. This is going to depend, yeah, if they get another running back in the draft, this changes, obviously. But they didn't go sign one, right? It's Eckler and Jackson. I think Jackson's going to get a lot of work. And... I think if that's the case and he gets a lot of work, there's no way this guy can be ranked 51st at running back. There's absolutely no way. He needs to be much higher up the board. And I think while everyone just you know, falls in love with Austin Eckler, Justin Jackson is going to be completely forgotten about. And then he could, if things pan out, you know, he could end up being a steal very easily. So Justin Jackson, my number one player this time around. So. Yeah, hard to argue with that one because you're right. If he he sh- if he is the number two there, he should get plenty of work. So uh, at that rate, he will be worthwhile to have no matter what. Uh, yep. Do you think Melvin Gordon? He pretty much said like, watch out for JJ, right? Yeah, watch, watch yeah. out for Justin Jackson. Do you think yeah. that is him truly believing in in Jackson, or do you think that's him throwing shade at Eckler? I don't know if he. If he has any beef with Eckler whatsoever, but it does feel like he kind of took a spot, I always wondered that. You know, I don't know. I, I honestly, that's a, that's a, it is a weird one, right? To not say one word about Eckler there, you know? Right, and maybe, he, he, so he shouts out the backup. So I mean, may, maybe, maybe it's just, just close. I don't know. It may maybe it's just that yeah, he's just saying that because no one talks about Justin Jackson. I mean, Eckler did get a pretty good deal, four years, twenty four million. So I believe you know, the Chargers obviously he's going to be used quite a bit. That's not the issue. It's, is he going to be an every down back? It, I can't see that, right? I mean, I, I don't see that. I don't, I, I have nothing in the past that has told me that Austin Eckler can do that and be just the guy there. So Justin Jackson's going to be used quite a bit. And I mean, Eckler's going to be good. He is going to be good. I just don't know if, 
right now when he's ranked 12th, that's a that's the that's a back end running back one. And I don't I'm not there. I'm just not there as a as that position because I mean last year what so his three seasons he has, obviously he's backed up Gordon so he's never had a chance to do this but 47 carries 106 carries 132 carries it doesn't always mean the guy can just it can just translate so to a full workload I can see Eckler getting maybe 200 carries but I don't know if it's gonna be more than that and I think that just opens up Justin Jackson so becomes a fantasy relevant player but all right I think that's it for sleepers we'll definitely do another sleepers episode sometime this summer after the draft because very well the draft could change like we said could change justin jackson it could change different situations brandon cook could be traded who knows what happens with the you know the redskins running backs and bryce love could either be a better pick or you get rid of him and he's not even on the team you know who knows (laughs) right we could find out but all right that'll do it for this week we'll be back next week with some more fantasy football for you talk to you guys then